sometimes it's nice to be able to come to a place where someone's not going to tell you what to do, but they're going to stand beside you and help you through it together. Welcome to Working Women Mentor, a podcast that empowers everyday women like you, like me, to share and learn from life's mentor moments. I am your host, Rainey Alfers, and in each episode, you will meet inspiring women that understand the power of recognizing mentor moments and how those moments can change it all. These fabulous women are here and ready to share it all with you. So let's dive in. Hey, everybody, welcome to Working Women Mentor. In today's episode, we get to meet Nira Trong. She is the founder of Aya Bliss. What is Aya Bliss? That's a great question because this episode is going to take us into the Amazon and discuss ayahuasca, BCAPI, and what microdosing is and what that does for all of us. This is a really new topic for me. It's a really hot topic right now in the world psychedelics and alternative medicines and different things that we're experimenting with and benefiting from. And I'd love for you to dive in with us because not only does she share tremendous mentorship and vulnerability today, she's sharing with us the reasons why going around the world in this experience for her has led her back to all of us. And she really hopes that if she can help anybody listening, that's the goal. That really is. And so today's episode is going to be intriguing. I've learned so much just by chatting with Nira and discovering microdose and understanding the differences between what is out there because there's a lot of misinformation out there. And so tune in, let's grab our mentor moments and let's see what Nira is working on today. Nira, how are you? Thank you, Rainy. I'm doing great. How are you? Everyone, I have to welcome Nira Trong to Working Women Mentor. I'm so excited. This is going to be a lot of fun, Nira. I'm so excited and grateful for your invite to be on your podcast and share this space with you and your whole audience today. Yay, we love mentorship. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about you, Nira, and your story so our guests can meet you. Yes. Well, before we get started, I will start this with my microdose. I just swallowed it a few minutes before we got started today. My name is Nira Rajput Trung, and I thought about this a little bit before we got on. And my story started probably in sixth grade, from what I can remember. I just remember so clearly uh, growing up in a very chaotic household. Definitely not your typical South Asian family that most people would think of. And my sixth grade elementary school teacher, she was my English teacher, and she really saved me from suicide. Then moving up into college, ended up at University of Texas at Dallas, where I studied biology and business. Why do one thing when you can do two? And that's really always been how I led my life. Where that really ended up for me is my business was doing wonderful. I remember in 2018, someone said, your business is doing great, but what is going on in your personal life? And the phrase that I was told was, Mira, you're the only common denominator in all of your issues. Wow, what a slap in the face. We all need a friend like that, right? To tell us the things that are hard to hear. You are the only common denominator in your issues. 
That yeah. definitely boils it down, doesn't it, Nira? It definitely simplifies it to one person and one thing. Must have known that I like math because I know common denominators. Uh, <laughs> but that really it was the turning point and what led me down this path of self-discovery and really why you and I are on this podcast today. What a powerful beginning. And I'm so thankful to your sixth grade teacher for recognizing that. And thank you for sharing. It's very vulnerable. And that's something that I love about you because no matter painful or pleasure, you're okay sharing. And you do that not from a self-focus, but you do it from a position of wanting to show other people that things happen. We've all been there and this is how I'm moving forward. And I hope that you can too. So boy, did you move forward. You plow through everything from <laughs> your career, wanting to be a nurse, from how I understand it, and then ending up working in a lot of investment real estate in the Dallas Metroplex and for families and for yourself. Then mm -hmm. from founding this company, Eye of Bliss, and all really from that statement that you said earlier. Nira, you've experienced so much in your life, and I think it's important to share your story so our listeners can go on this journey and discover it with you. You had an amazing experience with ayahuasca that led you to starting your company, Ayabliss. But can you first tell our listeners more about ayahuasca, what it is, where it can be found, and some of the benefits of it? What is ayahuasca? Oh my gosh, Rainy. Ayahuasca is a natural remedy used in the South American cultures along the Amazon basin. And they used it for emotional, physical, mental ailments in the body. Also, we can see they're specifically using it for viral concerns and even anxiety. Ayahuasca itself is actually made of two separate plant ingredients and the main plant source is bee cappy. That's what Ayabliss is made with. So it's the bee cappy vine and a psychedelic containing chacruna leaf. And without the two ingredients, they're two totally separate plants, without them both being together, boiled in the brew together, there is no psychedelic component. Now, if you just have the vine be happy, you still have ayahuasca. If you have the vine and the leaf, you have ayahuasca as a psychedelic tea. And many people don't know that the word ayahuasca is also thought to mean rope. So quite literally meaning the vine as a rope. It's a very thick vine that grows. And much like the Western culture has embraced turmeric for its antiviral capabilities, ayahuasca knows really being embraced for its abilities to support depression, anxiety, sleep, even ADHD, in ways in which the Western remedies could never really support us. So from a cellular level to a physical level of sleep or depression, ayahuasca really has a wide range that it touches. And just like a grandmother wants to give you a hard lesson, ayahuasca is taken as a psychedelic tea. You can go through those tough lessons and the chacruno DMT containing leaf allows you to have the visions of what is being healed within you. So ayahuasca has been named vine of the soul. It's been named is grandmother plant. And again, this is all really referencing the vine, which is the main plant source of ayahuasca ayahuasca, the bee cappy. And I stress that because it's really important. We don't want to leave that out and just think, oh, it's a psychedelic brew. Really, that vine is the main essence of the ayahuasca tea. And she is just like your grandmother. 
loves you so much and wants the best for you. And sometimes it's that tough love through those psychedelic journeys that you really get that healing power. And with Aya Bliss, you don't have to go on those psychedelic journeys in order to have that mental support or emotional support, even support with having a good rest at night. You have to tell us about this microdose because we started the episode with your microdose. By the way, are you feeling any different right now since you've taken it or does it take a little while? I'm feeling calm. I'm definitely good. feeling calm. I was a little anxious before because talking about something that's so personal to you can be a little nerve wracking. But yes, I do feel great. And the microdose in itself. So what is a microdose? Is yes. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Please tell us. We need to know. <laughs> Because I see it yeah. everywhere, Nira. It's right now, I, mean, I just received an article from Goop about it. It's in major Wall Street Journal, major publications. Everyone's really talking about this. So please, enlighten right. us. A microdose by definition, Rainey, is the practice of taking or administering a very small amount of anything. Use micro moments of mentorship, right? A small right. amount. So taking or administrating a very small amount of a substance in order to have a physiological response, but not a physical response with side effects, like not a hallucination, but you're receiving the benefits on a physiological level. And usually it's about uh, anywhere from a 10th to a 20th of the full dose. So very small. The reason why the microdose would be beneficial is because a lot of moms like us or, or working women, we don't get time to go on these big retreats. So it's an opportunity for them to still receive the benefits and the growth that comes with it instead of Western medicine that's pushing down the emotions and you never really resolve them instead of releasing and really living to your fullest potential. I love that. So please tell us about your passion behind Aya Bliss and this company that you've started. How did we get here? The moment of clarity for me that something needed to change. I was the only common denominator. And I tell you, when you really put your intentions out there and you're aligned with your intention, it is miraculous how the universe, if you want to call God, whatever the forces are that are higher than we can reach, how the path just opens up for you. And so I said, I need to figure this out. What can I do? And that summer, I'm a single mother for most of my kids' lives. And that summer was the very first time in 2018 that my kid's father was going to see them for more than a day. Wow. They were going for three weeks. It was last minute. I was scrambling. What retreat can I get into? Where can I go? I've got a little bit of time. And this site just kept on coming up. Find your purpose. Heal your traumas. And he was in Costa Rica. I had no idea what I was stepping into, but I booked it. Yeah. I love how spontaneous you are, Nira. Something was calling you and the kids are gone, which is a brief break for you. And you jumped on this opportunity. So you arrived in Costa Rica and what next? Yeah, so I arrived in Costa Rica week early because what happened was they told me you have to be off of all of your medication. And I said, yes, I'm off. And she said, no, really, you really have to be off of all of your medication. Then I went on the seven day fully intensive ayahuasca retreat with four nights of back-to-back -back intensive therapy with the plant medicine. You dove right into ayahuasca, which for those listening to this may or may not have heard of it, I only heard of it a few years ago. 
And I know there's a lot of stereotypes around it. So I'd love for you to share a little bit, if you don't mind, about that experience, because I know it can be very personal for some. Do you mind sharing that with us today? No, not at all. The difference between ayahuasca, it is known as a psychedelic brew, and the plant medicine itself dates back a thousand years, if not more. Thousand years. If you could wrap your head around how long that is, antidepressants only came into being less than a hundred years ago. Wow. About a nine. Big time difference. And someone back then you. needed some sort of antidepressant. Oh my God. Something. I wanted to bring that up just to really share how amazing and sacred this is. The journey in the medicine is very unique to each individual. Usually no two journeys are the same. You can be there with your best friend, with your spouse. You'll be sitting on other sides of the room. But I remember there was this one part of my journey where they came in. I was in the medicine. So you are having visions of things of that nature. And they popped my brain out. If you can imagine a toaster, I know some of your audience is not seeing the video. So if you can imagine a toaster and a burnt toaster, popping out like they do in the cartoon. Ah, the great and that was my brain. That was my brain. And they told me, this is what you have done to your brain by overthink. I would overthink myself to death. And it was just really profound learning experience. And that's really why ayahuasca is, is so powerful and such a great mode to healing because you get shown things about yourself that maybe you never even thought of. And you can go to talk therapy until you're blue in the face. But how is that going to really visualize? Oh, you overthink. But man, when I saw that brain that was a burnt toast. And so the joke was the next day, we all were sharing, doing our integration exercises. And I said, but they never put my brain back. Did they give me a new clean brain? <laughs> what happened? In the, in the, That's right. It's like, where, what, where did this end? Yeah. So it's really just about the teaching and healing and the things that we can do and the things that we can learn diving deep into our subconscious, deep into who we are in order to relive some of those traumas and remove them. And it sounds like this mind and body connection. If you can visually see it, then you can understand it. Because like you said, hearing something, but seeing something sometimes, especially within yourself, I bet is pretty powerful. So were you in a room of, clearly they were strangers. You just arrived in Costa Rica. Were you by yourself yeah. or were people with you? Or was it, did you I feel did. while you were going through this? Because I did. I, I don't know how I would feel, Nira, walking into a room and being on a hallucinogenic and then seeing my brain pop out of a toaster. I, I don't know. What's really interesting is it was very safe, the environment that I went to. Obviously, you want to do your own due diligence. If this is ever something someone is going to embark on, they should be asking you about medication. They want to ask about your mental state. Are you stable? Any risk of psychosis? There are some very real things there. But I felt completely safe, unlike things that are done recreationally. These sacred medicines, and the reason why they're called sacred medicines is because they're always done with a guy, a shaman, if you will. There's always a community around it. There's always an intention with it. So it's very purposeful. So I felt completely safe, and it was amazing. And purposeful. I love that you share that part because those are great tips for someone who might be considering to vet that particular shaman. The word shaman is used loosely, so just make sure you're doing the diligence and they're asking you the question. This is not going to your friend's house one night and exploring with something. This is very personal, very deep. So from that experience, you leave Costa Rica and 
you're feeling connected to this dose. How did this move towards Iobliss? Yeah, thank you so much for asking. So important for me, this whole journey. So I come back, I really call it open heart brain surgery. I'm thinking of trademarking that really. I love it. Brain surgery. When you're going through these really intensive healing ceremonies. So I come back home, I'm back in Dallas and I'm like, okay, how do I stay connected to this very powerful experience? And what can I do to keep moving forward? Like I said, those avenues and the doors just open up. And I met someone who connected me with the healer of Curandero in Peru. So I ordered the microdose. So that compared to, for an example, an ayahuasca, you would have both the physical effect and the physiological effect, correct? And so the I the, so I a bliss then is simply one of those components of microdosing. And so what that was, that microdose that I ordered from Peru, it was just the B cappy vine. B cappy is short for Banisteriopsis cappy. That is the main plant ingredient used in ayahuasca. So I come back and I'm, how do I reconnect with this plant medicine without the DMT, without the hallucination? So I get the microdose and two weeks before it arrives, I think it's going to be great for me and my sister to take together. She was not on a journey like I was, but I thought maybe microdosing could help her out a little bit. Unfortunately, two weeks before I got the microdose, I was shocked that this happened, but she actually committed suicide. I'm so sorry for your loss. I know. Thank you. Yeah. I got this package from Peru and I am devastated. I don't even know what to do, how to cook, get groceries for the kids. I was just a wreck. And I thought, how could this have happened? After I had this amazing eye-opening spiritual experience. I learned a lot through that. I was almost getting prepared to experience some level of horrific trauma. I did not mix the microdose and I literally thought, I'm going to have to get back on my medication. I don't know what to do. I was on all kinds. It was a cocktail of filth. And it was like that Edgar Allan Poe poem where the guy's knocking at the bottom of the door, my fridge was knocking at me. Come and mix the microdose. Come and mix the microdose. So I finally did in November, about four or five months after she passed. And I started taking the microdose and it helped me so much. It helped me stay off of the medication. It helped me function. It helped me in so many different ways that I thought, There's no way I can keep this a secret. That would be the most selfish thing I could ever do by keeping this microdose a secret, something that has helped me so much. I knew it could help so many other people and women specifically. We appreciate that because in a culture of antidepressants and over-medication and excess medication, especially college kids, working women on all types are being exposed to this culture. I love that what you're doing is actually a natural component in your daily life. And if you do just a quick Google search of BCAPI, which by the way, I had never heard of, but it's been used in the Amazon and all the benefits associated with this are positive. And while I've never heard of ayahuasca, this 
particular component of it seems to be incredibly helpful. So what has it been like, Nira, for you to market this particular product, get it out to the mainstream and share the benefits of something that no one has heard of? I know that's been a journey in its own because this is a microdose and it's not psilocybin. And right now, as we know of it, it is not illegal. We've shipped it to countries all around the world, including Berlin, Australia, Canada, Denmark, all over the United States. But no one knows about it. No one knew how to guide me. How do I get this microdose out there? Who are the regulating forces that I have to stay within the line? And CBD has been a great component to paving that way a little bit, but really looking for that mentorship, even when it comes down to insurance, people don't know how to insure me. So it's really been navigating and just one foot in front of the other at every roadblock, making that turn, looking for somewhere, someone or somewhere else for guidance and just moving forward like that. And you've struggled quite a bit with it. There may be some regulations with what you can say, what you can't say, if it's a drug or if it's not. And I know you don't want to say the wrong thing. You don't want to mislead anyone, but you can certainly speak of your own experiences using it and those of others, those testimonials. I know your business has been tremendously growing. So what advice would you give to women listening who are trying to start a company, maybe not even in BCAPI, but in something unknown and something unusual that we're bringing to the market because of a story like yours? It just works. It just can help. Yeah. yeah. My advice would be research. I sat with my microdose for a year before I brought it out to the public. I hired a market researcher, a really nice girl, actually woman in Los Angeles who helped. And it's doing your research, doing your due diligence and believing in what you have. You don't know how many people told me, oh, you're going to get arrested. Oh, this is dangerous. Or, oh, if you believe in it, you're doing it ethically, morally, and you're aligned with what you're offering to the public, you'll be okay. You just have to keep going. You have to be, have that tenacity to not give up. And you have to really embrace the fact that you may be the first one paving the way for someone else to come behind on something else. And all I'm hearing from you is passion. You clearly believe in it. It's working for you. And that's so different than profit. And that's so different yeah. from driving. It's not just a gimmick. It's not something you're clicking on TikTok and hoping it actually works. It's nothing out there like that. And I think Having that integrity behind whatever you do is speaking for your product and your brand itself. And you mentioned hiring someone to help you with this and help with that research. Let's talk a little bit about mentorship in that same regard. How do you feel like you're helping women around you and supporting the women that have, you've had lots of mentorship over the years. So how is it that you give back? Yeah, thank you for asking that, Rainey, because we do have to reflect on what are we really doing for others around us? And I get phone calls weekly from other women who they'll call me and they'll say, I'm having anxiety on this. And I, I didn't ask for them to call, but they just reach out. And so when they're being vulnerable and honest with me about things that they might be needing help with in their own lives, I take that as an opportunity to lift them up, to talk to them, maybe talk through some of their own mental blocks that they might be going through. And then we talk about eye of bliss. I'm not one of those people that's ever going to push something on anyone. If it resonates with them, great. And the feedback responses that I've been receiving from giving that type of mentorship from women who are suffering with 
anxiety, depression, lack of sleep, maybe some addictions that I had a grandmother call me three weeks ago. She was trying to get off of meth. Wow. I never thought in a million years something that severe, not that anything is less severe than another, but she was trying to take care of her grandchild. And Rainy, I just had to sit and say how grateful I was that these people are trusting. Did you ever think that people would never. start reaching out for advice or to listen? Or you're thinking, hey, I just want to share this with folks. But now they're reaching out to share with you. And you're able to help them. And we have to mention, you guys, that Nira is not a licensed therapist. She's not in psychology. It's not a trained skill. This is a real life skill. This is you've been through a lot of pain. You've been through a lot of trauma. And the fact that you're willing to help each other when, you know, help people when they reach out to you is really impressive. And that's really what Aya Bliss is all about. It's not just here. Take this and hopefully you have a good life. Good luck. Not at all. Yeah, no, like it's not at all. I have list really is about creating a community, creating that safe environment where if you are microdosing, and even if you're not microdosing, you at least have a safe place to come and talk. As successful business owners, mothers, teachers, we are all pulled in so many different areas. And sometimes it's nice to be able to come to a place where someone's not going to tell you what to do, but they're going to stand beside you and help you through it together. That's a big difference. Telling versus listening versus identifying where you are. So on that note, what is your mentor moment that you're sharing with us today, Nira? My mentor moment that I'm sharing with you is really something that helped me move forward with Aya Bliss through all of my roadblocks. And it was follow your highest excitement. If you are aligned with your highest excitement, everything works out. There are definitely struggles and things of that nature. But when you're in tune with what excites you the most internally down to your core, whatever doors close, it doesn't matter. It just means that there's another door that's going to open because you are following your highest excitement. I love that. Your highest excitement. And what an exciting life we all have. We all have highs and lows, but the exciting pieces are the pieces you want to hang on to. The lows are the ones that you grow from and you learn right. to move past. So where were you and what, how, it, where were you when someone told you this? Were you struggling with getting Aya off the ground? Were you, was this pre-Aya bliss? Where did this, and for, where did this mentor moment come from? To be honest with you, <laughs> it is, it's like a podcast, YouTube girl that I listen to. She channeled. So I know that might be different for some people to resonate with, but she always says, follow your highest excitement. You don't need to row your canoe upstream. If you just release the oars and go with the flow while you're following your highest excitement, those pathways open up for you. And I would listen to her every morning because there were some mornings that I was, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I thought this is too hard. I'm sick of the FDA. I'm tired of these pharmaceutical companies making so much money. Our mental health state in in America is in shambles. Every 90 seconds, somebody's committing suicide. And I was frustrated that I couldn't talk about Aya Bliss freely. So I just kept on listening to her. And nope, I'm really excited. I get excited when I talk about Aya Bliss. I want to help. And I have to stick to it. And 
that's really where it came from. <laughs> and you did. I love that because there's a, someone out there, this woman is sharing what she believes in and someone tunes in and listens. And that one moment, it doesn't have to be lifelong of coaching for you. It just has to be something that you needed to hear at the time because we all need to hear something. And no matter what yeah. stage you are in your, your life or career or journey, and yours seems to be very connected to whatever you do. It's one of my favorite things about you because you always seem to move forward. No matter what the, what's going on, you move forward. It may take you a little while, but you move forward. <laughs> and so that I think in itself is inspiring. So on that note, Nira, we ask most of our guests to reach out to a few friends, text them and see what okay. they would say. How would they describe you? Because everyone listening today hasn't really gotten to know you yet as much as they no. want to. <laughs> What will you share with us a text or two that, that you received? That was, this was such a cool exercise, Rainy. And it was just such a cool exercise. So I did send that message just to a good friend of mine in Los Angeles. And she's been with me through everything since I was 16 years old. So this is what she had to say. Nira is a, hard, is a strong, hardworking, independent, eco-conscious woman. Nira is a friend as she is moving up in her ranks in life. She is lifting other women with her. She is courageous, fearless, and humorous. Her spirit is unlike any other. She is the wind, peaceful wind, who will embrace you with compassion and support you unconditionally always. Wow. <laughs> That's making me tear up. My goodness. I love this exercise because... Everything that people hear is something unique and it's truly personal about them. And you might want to listen to that and read that to yourself or save it to your phone. And one morning you might need it. If you don't get to tune into a podcast or to someone inspirational, that might be that moment that you read what your friend sent you. And that's beautiful, Nira. Really beautiful. I hope you treasure it. I do. It just it gives me goosebumps. I just, ah, my <laughs> eyes are watering. <laughs> just hearing that. Nira, where can everyone reach you and find you and support you in your journey with iBliss? Yes, thank you. I appreciate that, Rainy. So iBliss is now stocked. If you're in the Austin area, we are stocked at Third Eye Meditation Lounge in Austin. There, you can walk into there and buy your Eye of Bliss. There's a Baby Bliss sample size if you want to get that. Online, you can find me at ayabliss.com, A-Y-A-B-L-I-S-S. I'm on Instagram at aya.bliss. And I'd love to share community with all of your listeners and love your community and support always, Rainy. Thank you. Oh, thank you for being here. This was so fun because what you're doing with your company, I think what you're doing with people around you so much resonates with where women are now. There's so much going on. We have to deal with so many things, especially the single mothers, especially the ones that are working a hundred hours a week, stay at home moms. Gosh, it's tremendous. And so I think hearing your story and understanding what you did, how it made you feel and that you're vulnerable enough to share that hopefully impacts someone listening today. Thanks again for joining us on Working Women Mentor. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I hope you'll walk away feeling inspired and are thinking of how a mentor moment can help you or someone you know. 
In case you haven't hit the follow button to subscribe to this show, please do so. And if you love the episode, I'd really appreciate a review. You see, this review helps Apple or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening to us on know that other women just like you want to learn about the show and it'll help us spread the word. Let's connect on Instagram at Working Women Mentor or at Rainy Alfers. You can find all episodes online at rainyalfers.com forward slash podcast and the ability to send an audiogram of your favorite mentor moments. And we respond to everyone. I truly can't wait to hear from you. Check back weekly for new episodes and cheers until the next episode. If you or someone you know is experiencing thoughts of suicide, please text or call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988. Talk to someone, get the help, support, and resources that you need now.